0: do doo th glee the show where we get high and watch glee i'm courtney and i've never seen all of glee and i'm elise and glee was my entire personality back in the day i know for the listeners we are both consuming weed legally and are allowed to have it so if it is not legal in your area or you are not of legal age to consume it please don't and yes we will be trashing will schuster in every episode please enjoy this and hi us take it away (laughs) 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 <laughs> 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 reporting live. <laughs> reporting live from Portland, Oregon in, in Elise's living room. It's TH Glee. We're together. <laughs> We're together in person. I feel like this is going to change some of the experience for us yes. and for the folks at home. I can touch you now. <laughs> I can touch you now. <laughs> <laughs> la, la. <laughs> Okay, 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 okay. Okay, We're okay. Already off track. Okay, so we watched season three, episode five. five. It's called the first time. For the first time in forever. This is before that. Ah, pre frozen. Yeah. Thawed. <laughs> thought Thawed. Precipitation. <laughs> Anticipation of precipitation. <laughs> is this from umbrella? I knew I knew it from somewhere. Ella. Ella. <laughs> eh. Hey, hey, okay, eh. Hey. Okay. 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 So they did West Side Story in this one. Oh my god. So much happens in this. Like, okay. So we got the... We got West Side Story happening. We got brief moments of the um, school um, president. And and the other election. And Bert's election. Mike Chain and his dad. Um, Rachel wants to have sex with Finn. Blaine wants to have sex with Kurt, but but, but they they like want to do it for a very stupid reason. They want to do it because Artie's like, you guys aren't like being sexual enough because you haven't had sex. So as your director, I'm directing you to go fuck somebody. <laughs> Meanwhile, Blaine goes to Dalton, meets Grant Gustin. <laughs> this is Dalton. Said Dalton. Okay, that's a whole other story. Like, oh my there's God. so many. Oh po- my then, God. then the Coach Beast thing with her, with Cooter, and- <laughs> <laughs> with the man named Cooter. <laughs> and then there's Finn's football scholarship thing. There's uh there's. To just- be fair, most of these do overlap with each other in some regard. Yeah, it's just so much. <laughs> it's so, so much. It's- you know who had like one line this whole episode? Quinn Mercedes. Oh. Both of them, honestly. Mercedes had, like, half a line. She was in the auditorium when they did, um... She smiled during America. Mm-hmm. I think that's all that we saw from her, though. Like, she wasn't in... She was in the meeting where Rachel was like, ladies, I need help having She sex. wasn't there. Yeah, she was. I didn't see her. <laughs> she didn't say anything, but she was there. Oh, God, poor Mercedes. You deserve better, Mercedes. Well, I have a feeling she's going to be a lot in the next episode, so... <laughs> yeah, because it's big on New Directions versus the Trouble Troubletones. Which is a better name. Yeah. They should keep the name, but just... New manage. Directions sounds so much like New Directions. Yes. So. Yes. Which, you know, this episode... There I'm were some talking. New Directions. So... <laughs> we, we didn't, didn't see them, them, though. The main point of this episode is that Rachel is... Tr- and, um blaine <laughs> i was like finn darren court no nope. what's his name <laughs> rachel's trying to sex with finn and blaine's trying to sex with kurt because they both think that if they don't lose their virginity before opening night they're not going to be able to perform good enough which like Artie tells them to do which is so stupid yeah <laughs> also Artie. arty is trying to be a director i get that in order to like be a successful director, you need to know like how to direct actors and part of that usually comes from having some acting experience yourself and I have yet to see Artie act in anything. So Yeah. I guess he could have had a big children's theater career or something. I don't know. Well at Well he's least in a wheelchair. You, you know when you spend your life in a chair. <laughs> stop, stop, stop. Hi! <laughs> For those who can't see what's happening, Evie screamed so much that her, like, dog alarm went off and it spat a treat out at no, us. No, 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 that's not what happened. So when we're loud in this room, it sends a push-up notification to Rick's phone that his dog is barking, and- in order for him to he threw the treat. He threw the treat because he opened the, the camera. He opened the camera on his phone at the bar and saw us shrieking and decided to throw a treat at us. By the way, where's Zina? Zina hasn't come to claim the treat. That's why I waved. Oh lord, she coming. Get the treat. Go get the treat. Future me cut this out. <laughs> get the treat. It's over there, you dumbass. Right there. Come here. To be fair, it's the exact same color as before. <laughs> and she's, you know, colorblind. Yeah. Cogil. Okay. Kogu. Oh, we were talking about when you're in a chair when he did that. Yeah. Already did a whole Zina, speech. to stay with us. Stay with us. Come on. This is later in the episode, but yeah, already already <laughs> gives a speech. Already gives a speech that he starts by saying, When you're in a chair <laughs> or it's like growing up in a chair. It's, it's like, like something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's like when you spend your life in a chair. Yeah. <laughs> And then he goes on to talk about, like, how he feels like he isn't growing up, like, and he feels like a fraud, and, but everyone was like, no, Artie, you're the best. Hip, hip, hurrah. Hi. I have a friend. I made a friend. Yeah, I just, I'm not making fun of the experience of being in a wheelchair. I'm making fun of him saying the line when you're in a chair. <laughs> yeah, when you live life in a chair, whatever the fuck he said. Yeah. Like, somebody had to write that. Yeah. <laughs> I can guarantee they weren't a paraplegic. No. <laughs> Anyways, so. So, Blaine goes to, back to Dalton to give the Warblers, like, tickets to um, West Side Story because it's opening that week. Mm-hmm. And that's where he locks eyes with Sebastian. Oh. A.K.A. Grant Gustin. <laughs> AKA, AKA, A.K.A. The, the Flash. flash. <laughs> My boy. And... I have to talk about this briefly. I was watching the new season of The Flash, which is granted a good, I don't know how many years, like seven years after this episode of Glee probably aired. Mm, Close to 10. Yeah, he's had time to grow up. He's a little buff. He's not Twinkie anymore. The fact that they put that man in spandex every week and... (laughs) She's on my feet. She's currently sitting on my feet. Um, The fact that they put that man in spandex every day and they don't... Notice that he has the flattest ass ever is astounding. He has like good shoulders now, but he's got nothing below the belt. Like it's <laughs> it's honestly impressive. Cause you know, he's the flash. He runs. You'd think he'd have a butt. <laughs> you really you really would think he would have a butt. But no, nothing. But anyways, Blaine and him are flirting. Well, Grant Gustin is like, I wanna hit that. And Blaine's like, ha ha ha! Blaine's like, cool joke, Sebastian! Yeah, <laughs> he's like, I have a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and so Sebastian and Blaine are at a coffee shop, and Kurt runs into them, and then Sebastian invites them both to the to the gay bar. Scandals. Scandals. In West Lima. And then <laughs> as opposed to Lima Heights adjacent. Yeah. So they go and they get in with these like super bad looking it's like fake IDs like Nick Levin was there like yeah. they just look like somebody else's ID. <laughs> yeah. And so they get in cuz the doorman was like I don't fucking care. Like and it looks I don't want to be I don't want to make stereotypes. <laughs> but it is full of men just like in flannel and like Levi's. Yeah. And it's not what you would expect a gay bar to be full of. I guess it's in like rural Ohio. But still, like, and also there's that many older gay men. There were a lot of people there. And it's like. And it was Drag Queen Wednesday. Yeah, and those poor queens, they did them dirty. (laughs) They they were not looking good. And, like, I get we're in, like, buttfuck nowhere, Ohio, but come on. Like, they have TVs. Like, they they have. They have, you know,.com. .com. Yeah. But it it really, it looks like they took just whatever men that look like Bert and they threw them in this gay bar and, like, put some fringe on them. (laughs) What happens at the gay bar, Courtney? Oh, there was first the scene at the coffee shop. I talked about that. Oh. Sorry. (laughs) I literally said Sebastian invited them to the gay bar. I heard you say that. I didn't hear you talk about the coffee shop. I didn't talk about it for long, to be fair. Okay. But, anyway, so anyways, so they're at the gay bar, and then Sebastian and Blaine are drinking, but Kurt is not. He's drinking Shirley Temples. With extra cherries. And so, <laughs> Sebastian and Blaine are on the dance floor, and Kurt's sitting at the bar, and suddenly somebody says, you better watch out for your boyfriend, and he turns, and who is it? Karofsky. <laughs> Haven't seen him since prom night. Yeah. So, apparently he's transferred to high schools because he wanted a... Like, a drama-free senior year. Yeah. But he hangs out at this bar, and they, they call him a bear cub mm-hmm. because he's a little burly. Um, And they, like, have a weird conversation. It's... Yeah. <laughs> like... It was... Kind of sweet watching it this time. It was sweet. Like it was just odd that he was. I just also feel bad there. for Kurt that he like constantly has to see Karofsky places. Yeah, like that was a man that tried to murder him. Yeah. Hold on to this energy. Okay. Yeah. Seem- Not for any time soon, of course. Oh but I guess. <laughs> but Blaine and Sebastian are on the dance floor, and then Kurt cuts in. Cuts in and starts dancing with Blaine. And he shoots Sebastian the fucking funniest look. Yeah. It's the, so like, good. Worst side eye. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so they, they, they're they leaving the gay bar and Blaine's drunk even though he had like one beer. And Kurt's like putting him in the car and then Blaine like tries to fuck him. And mm-hmm. He's like, you should do it like right now. And Kurt's like, No. <laughs> doing this in the parking lot of a gay bar in your fucking Subaru hatchback yeah we're literally <laughs> yeah. in your dad's car we're not gonna lose our virginity right in the parking lot of a gay bar which also looks like the parking lot of a bowling alley where you get murdered yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know what it's probably a bar that's only a gay bar on wednesdays <laughs> scandals is like a straight bar every yeah. night. <laughs> So, like, Blaine gets out of the car, and he's like, fine, I'll just walk home. And Kurt's like, how is this my fault? <laughs> yeah. Um. And then, meanwhile, adjacent to that, parallel to that, Rachel and Finn are having a date night because Kurt's out with Blaine, and his parents are out of town canvassing mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, that's what they keep saying. Yeah. They're like, they're canvassing. They have a, a press thing to go to. Yeah. And so Finn first goes to Puck and is like, hey, what kind of condoms should I use? And Puck's like, don't know. Never used them. <laughs> it's like, cool, dude. Um, and then he and Rachel are at like his house. They're eating dinner. And then she's like, well, let's cuddle by the fireplace. Hmm. And so they go and cuddle by the fireplace. And they're like, getting ready to do it. And Rachel lets slip that she's only doing it. Because it helps with her acting. Which, you know what, is what Finn gets because he fed her meat. Oh, yeah. He fully fed her meat and she's a vegan. Yeah. And he's like, right, I totally remember that you're a vegan. It's like, you're a bad boyfriend. So. If you don't know, one of the, like, most common restrictive diets. Like... Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty ridiculous. So they're laying by the fireplace and then Finn gets all butt hurt and is like, no, I don't want to do it anymore. Ugh. Yeah. And so Rachel leaves, or he, like, goes and makes her dessert or something. Um, but they're all sad at school. And he also said that he'd been saving up for a hotel room for the two of them at a real nice place, like a Marriott. <laughs> you know, our favorite hotel. <laughs> the Marriott. This episode not sponsored by Marriott. <laughs> it should be. Um, but, yeah, so Rachel goes and gathers her Goyle's. And it's like, ladies, I need help. And don't these people ever just Google shit? No. Why do they always have to, like, call meetings with their friends who, like, are all stupid? It's just like, just fucking Google what you should do. It's better for TV. Yeah. (laughs) Just Google, you know, actually, mm, I don't know, maybe get a book. Get a book. Consult a book. Get the American Girl, um, Your Body's in You book, or whatever it's called. Your body is changing. The, yeah, the, all the American Girl books. Um, get those. Yeah. Don't go fucking talking to someone who's, like, had a baby already, and, uh, and then, like, a bunch of Christians. Yeah. <laughs> and Santana, and who's already slept with your boyfriend. Yeah, and was like, he's bad in bed. She's like, you should wait. Don't do it with Finn. He's dumb. Yeah. So... Rachel gets some mediocre advice, and then she, like, goes to Finn again after opening night, and she's she, she's dressed like a maid. Um, she is dressed like a maid. And then he's all upset because he isn't going to get a football scholarship because, surprise, surprise, he's bad at his job. They in were football. interested in Mercedes's boyfriend, which makes way more sense because that kid's enormous. He is gigantic. That is a 40-year-old man. <laughs> He's built like a refrigerator. And so the the recruiter was basically like, sorry kid, but you know, you can do other stuff with your life. Football's not gonna be just it for you. And Finn mm-hmm. takes that to mean that he's uh, terrible at everything. And he's not gonna get into Niada. and he's not gonna get into Ohio State on a scholarship for football. and Just go just, literally anywhere else. Or just apply to any college and get your just, degree in, like, accounting or something. Just, just like, go and get a normal... He's like, there's nothing for me. I'm done after this. It's like, you know most people go to college not in, like, challenging programs, right? Like, you know the vast majority of people who go just, like, go... And get, like, a shitty degree and, like, leave. Just, just like, go get a fucking bachelor's. It's not that hard. I mean, just it's, go to community college. I, I, I keep saying it's not that hard, but, like, it is hard. It's hard, but, like... <laughs> it's it, hard, but, like, in his case, it's not that hard. Grow up. <laughs> yeah. So, that's that storyline. But then they all fuck in the end anyways. So it doesn't matter. They all make up. Okay, you are gonna just gloss over how? I don't... Well, so, Kurt and Blaine are in the auditorium. Oh my gosh, you didn't even talk about the first Kurt and Blaine scene. Oh, when they're in his room and they kiss? Yeah, it was really good. It was really good. You talk about it. Okay, so, after forcing us to watch Finn and Rachel suckle each other's tongues in the hallway at school, which they gave us, like, two minutes of, by the way. I hate the word suckle. (laughs) That's a bad word. After after subjecting us to that... Hey, it's 420. Ow! 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 ow, ow. <laughs> okay. Um, after subjecting us to that, it cuts to Blaine's bedroom and um, a song that I love, Love is the Drug by Roxy Music he's mm-hmm. playing, and Blaine is just, like, kicking it. He's just, like, dancing around in his room, and Kurt is laying down on Blaine's bed, and... Uh, Kurt's like, Blaine, do you think I'm boring? And Blaine's like, no, you're so fucking interesting, baby. Don't you ever say otherwise. (laughs) And Kurt's like, don't you ever just want to get dirty with me and tear my clothes off? And Blaine's like, yeah, but we said we weren't gonna, so, you know. (laughs) And Kurt's like, yeah. (laughs) And Blaine's like, it's hard to take all your clothes off anyway because you wear so many goddamn layers. And he's like, yeah, and then they kiss and it's really cute. That's the gist <laughs> of it. Yeah, it was really cute. Yeah, so Blaine and Kurt are in the auditorium. It's, like, right it's after... It's, like, after the show. After the show, and they're, like, about to go to the cast party or something. And... Like, you have the cast party after you close? It's, like, an opening night party. Okay. Um, but anyways. <laughs> uh, I'm sure. So, like, Blaine's practicing his... His dance, because he's like, I messed it up, and then he and Kurt talk. And it was more slow motion dancing. Yeah, there was more slow motion dancing, and K- Blaine was like, "Kurt, your Officer Krumke killed tonight." A <laughs> role that doesn't sing, right? I'm pretty sure Officer Crumkey doesn't sing, and also, even if he does, he's not a comedic character. No, he is. He is. A, he's like the villain of the piece. <laughs> We, like, he's we, like, your Officer Krupke brought the house down. How? <laughs> Literally, how? Can we also take a brief moment to talk about the musical itself? Because Santana was great. Santana was very good. Puck was... Puck was, like, the most offensive part of it for me. Like, his yeah. accent was really... It was bad. ...something. Um, I did like the joke about um, Rory Irish... Being one of the Jets, and they like made him do a Puerto Rican accent, and it, he just says, You okay with your mouth open? I can't who I totally forgot existed. Right? Until I saw him. He was the whole focus of the last episode we watched, hey. <laughs> which was like three weeks ago. Yeah, that was a while ago. Yeah. And it was a forgettable episode. But, like, <laughs> they're yeah. backstage. So, they do America. Is that the name of the song? Yes. America. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really, it's really fun. Um, but Emma is like, I hope they like the decision we already made to like, <laughs> bring in the sharks from the auditorium. The Jets. Or the Jets or whatever. The white kids. And, and have d- them sing on the song so it's a call and response. Yeah. Which is so stupid. And They don't need the Jets to come in and sing these lines. They're already singing them... To, like, make fun of the Jets. Like, they don't need the Jets to literally say it. It's just so, it's just, like, insulting to their audience to be like, you need this dumbed down for you, you babies. Also, we are constantly in the idea that this school has no money for anything, inclu- especially the arts. Yeah. Yet the budget for this musical <laughs> was thousands it of was, dollars. It was paid by Burt Hummel and the morticians, right? And like, it was like, what, 1500 bucks that they needed? Yeah. Yeah, that wouldn't cover the orchestra that they no, got. they had like a 30-piece orchestra. They had an ensemble that we never saw audition, and we don't know where they come from. It's so rude that they didn't give Kurt even a part in the ensemble. They were like, you're Officer Krupke, he doesn't sing. <laughs> But also, like we're always also saying that nobody in this school likes the Glee club or won't want to join it, but why do they want to do are musical all these theater?: in the Musical? Yeah, why, why, Who are these people that are interested in doing the school musical, but not interested in being in Glee Club? Especially, because they were all singing the whole time. Especially when this is the first school musical we've seen them do that's actually gotten to be done. That's true. The other two were just, like, passion projects by one person. Yeah. And they were, like, not really affiliated with the school, even though they were happening at the school. Because we had Cabaret, which was via Sandy and technically Sue. Yeah. And uh, we got Rocky Horror, which was just Mr. Shu like... Trying to fuck one lady. Like, that is, yeah. that's... The, what are the actual school musicals? So this is the first musical they've done in three years. And Mr. Shoe <laughs> only had one line in this, though, which is... This is the best musical this school has ever done. It's the only <laughs> one we've ever done, apparently. I did like that he only had one line, though. Yeah, thank God. Yeah, it's just like... Let's just throw everything we know out the window for this one scene... And then tomorrow everyone will hate the Glee Club again, even though they put on a successful musical by all accounts. Well, and all of these girls, I presume that the girls in the scene uh-huh. are, like, the girls that join Trouble Tones. Because when they actually get to competition, and even in the next episode when we see the Trouble Tones, they've got, like, 25 girls. What? Yeah. What? Where? I th- they might explain it. I don't remember if they do or not. But it's, just it's gonna like be the cheerios, isn't it? Yes, basically, okay. because they just have to dance and pretend like they're singing, or go like ooh, yeah. you know, just like sing in the background. So like, I think it's just cheerios. But when the trouble tones—this is a spoiler—but I don't think you give a shit um, when the trouble to- tones get like resorbed into Glee Club. Mm-hmm. The, it's like on the condition that in every competition the troubletones will get their own number, and when they do that at these competitions, it's always like thirty girls, and they don't stay for the other numbers. They're just in the troubletones numbers. I bet New Directions could use them. Because <laughs> I just like I'm, I'm like, just like throwing up my hands literally. <laughs> you can't see, but I'm just like uh <laughs> what I'm saying fucking stupid I hate Ryan Murphy (laughs) Ryan Murphy if you're listening fuck you (laughs) Ryan Murphy if you're listening run (laughs) (laughs) yeah I can't believe it I can't believe he's done this so anyways Kurt and Blaine make up they're (laughs) on the stage they get to make out a little bit it's real cute Blaine cries Blaine is such a weenie. <laughs> I told you, I warned you, I warned you repeatedly that the cool debonair Blaine that we know in season two. I know. They they just are like, who's who dis new phone, who dis? New school, who dis? That's Blaine. So we at the very end we just get shots of Rachel and Finn laying together. As as Rachel and Blaine saying one hand, one heart. Yeah. Um, and then we get shots of, uh, Kurt and Blaine laying together, and it's real sexy, like, by a fireplace, Mm -hmm. like, as sexy as you can get on Blaine's room. I think Kurt and Blaine are just, like, in Blaine's room, though. Yeah, they're just in Blaine's room, but they keep cutting back to the fireplace, and so it looks like the fireplace is also in Blaine's room. They did light them with, like, orange light. Yeah. I also have to note that it looked like Finn and Rachel were about to have sex for the first time on a carpeted floor. I think they did. I think you're right. I had always thought that they were in some, like, big, weird, like, lodge bed, which I thought was weird that Finn had one of those. But now I'm like, no, they're just laying on the floor in front of the fire. You're totally right. (laughs) It's fully just the living room carpet he's about to spunk all over. It's not even the carpet. It's like an area rug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just a rug. It's a rug that he like, he like pulled his like pillow and his comforter from the bed. Yeah. and he put those, and they like got under the comforter on this area rug next to the fire. It's just so stupid. It would get so hot in there. Yeah. <laughs> that would sound so unpleasant. I thought, I really thought they were going to do a three-way with Grant Gustin. <laughs> There's still time. There's there's plenty of people online who would love to tell you about how they picture that going. <laughs> I don't need to They know. would love to tell you what no, that would look like. No, I'm good, actually. No, thank you. Um, <laughs> please don't tweet at me. <laughs> please DM, Courtney. <laughs> yeah, Your... do it privately. God, have some class. <laughs> I don't that on my timeline. Please mail your printed manuscripts of your Kurt Bastion fanfiction to P.O. Box. Follow us on Patreon. (laughs) if You want us to read them out loud. Honestly, though, if, like, we have listeners by this point who, like, are wanting to interact with us, if you want to send us your favorite fanfics. Yeah. um, And when we record an episode after getting it a year from now... Yeah, we'll have so much fun. <laughs> I just think it'd be a great bonus episode. <laughs> it would be a great bonus episode. It's not my fault we release these once a week, but we have thirty thousand episodes. <laughs> well, what we should do is we should like, uh, like make a poll on Twitter, or like, or like, mm-hmm. a, or be like, email us your favorite. Glee fan fiction and like we we say like on our social media like now yeah. email us your favorite Glee fan fiction and then we record it and then a year from now they get to hear it because the way we're currently talking about it it was two years our time (laughs) (laughs) one year for the listeners (laughs) oh my god because we're saying this now they're gonna hear it in a year and then by the time they hear the next episodes that's another year (laughs) Jesus Christ anyways Um, so Mike Chang and Mike Chang's dad finds out that he's in the musical and his dad's like, oh my God, we've only been doing this for 28 minutes. I feel like it's been 45. I I don't know. It feels like it's been longer to me. Um, Um, but anyways, so his dad finds out he's in the musical and he's like, he comes to him at school. In the middle of the school day. In the middle of the day. There are people trying to go to class. That's hella rude. (laughs) Look at Jerry Seinfeld's eyes. (laughs) I was looking at his teeth. (laughs) A lot to take in in that picture of Jerry Seinfeld that Netflix just gave us. Anyways. Okay. uh, So Uh, so his dad comes to him in the middle of a school day to say, hey. Hey, you're you're, disowned. If you don't fucking stop with this dancing nonsense, I'm not going to pay for you to go to school. And Mike is like, I don't want to go to school for doctoring. I want to be a dancer. And his dad is like, okay, then I guess I don't have a son. He's like, well, I guess I don't have a dad. And then we get like a brief moment of it again during the musical because Mike chain like stands on the edge of like
1: he's, the backstage he's so obvious
0: and it's like looking out into it's the audience so and he only sees his mom and there's like a slow zoom on the empty seat next to her and then like it, he looks again and at the clapping and at them clapping and it's his mom, like, catches his eye, and she goes... And she, like, gives him a sad little yeah. smile and <laughs> claps for him. Oh, my God. Oh. And that's all we got of that. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, Artie is trying to get Coach Beast fucked. Everybody is so obsessed with Coach Beast's chastity. Yeah. Mr. Shue was obsessed with it. He literally kissed her. Oh, that looks so good. <laughs> Netflix just showed this great British baking show, and it was, like, these lovely Christmas pastries. and I could use a cinnamon roll right now. <laughs> See, everyone like, obsessed with Coach B's getting laid. Yeah. And so Artie is, like... Okay, it was already overstepping when Artie did it with his friends who are his own age, but to do it with, like... A 40-year-old With, woman. like, a faculty member who's, like, middle-aged. It's so rude. Yeah, so he's like, hey, like, what about Cooter? And there's, there's a man named Cooter who Coach Beast is into. He's the recruiter for Ohio State. And he's into her. He's like, you're the best football coach in the state. And so he, like, keeps trying to ask her out. But I guess she just doesn't believe him. And so he finally, like, goes and... Like from Artie's prompting, because Artie says, "Come to my office," and Cooter's like, "Is that a handicap stall?" <laughs> picture of Zena. <laughs> <laughs> like I love her eyes when they get like, that. "Oh, Nina. She looks like Rolf from The Muppets. In this. <laughs> <laughs> She's my new friend. Yeah, she loves me. Um, Hello, good girl. do Dear? Cooter's last name was? Kapowski, something like that. It was like Cooter Jenkins or something. And I'm oh. like, tell me it's tell me this man's name isn't Cooter Jenkins. What if his name is Cooter Cooterson? I think it's Cooter Mencken. I'm I'm getting to the bottom of it. Is he related to Allie, Alan Mencken? Cooter Menckens. Oh god. And La- you were pointing out Lamarcus Tinker in the opening credits. Yeah. That's Mercedes' boyfriend, Shane Tinsley. <laughs> That's not
1: better. I know. It's bad. So okay. like
0: so this recruiter's here to watch them play football and that's like what has been all in his E. Cooter the recruiter. Shut up. Recruit this cooter. Recruit recruiter. <laughs> recruiter. McGruber. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Pepsi, so- Pepsi 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 Pepsi. Pepsi. <laughs> Artie tells Cooter to ask her out, and Cooter's like, I tried. She wouldn't want to go to Applebee's with me because it's too fancy for her. She gets nervous in fancy restaurants. (gasps) I want everyone to walk out of their houses right now and head to your nearest Applebee's. (laughs) It's not good. And let me know how fancy you think the dollar margaritas are. (laughs) Listen, Red Robin is like fancy Applebee's, but even that's not fancy. It's like a sports bar kind of. It's like a family place. It's like I went to Red Robin last week. It was so good. Although I was sitting directly in the line of sight of the microwave in the kitchen, which I didn't care for. I didn't like I mean like I know that they use microwaves, but I don't want to see it. All right, Gordon. I don't want to see the microwave while I'm at dinner. Chef Mike. <laughs> yeah, Chef Mike. Um, what were we talking about? So, yeah. So he goes to ask her out and she's like just Doing bench presses. Yeah, like massive ones. And he's like, God damn it, Shannon, I'm trying to ask you out and she's like, You Who put got you up to this? <laughs> she starts crying because she's like, guys like you don't talk to girls like me. Also throughout the whole episode, she's like, God, I'm such a girl. Like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, she is. That's exactly how she is. She's such a girl. Um and so She said so much stuff like that during the Never Been Kissed episode too. She was like you know, despite how I look, I'm I'm still just a girl and I, I like wearing red lipstick and stuff, you yeah. know? She's like, I like men. Grr. She was very insistent that she likes men in this episode, mm-hmm. despite only being attracted to a man named Cooter, a synonym for
1: a vagine.
0: A vagine? I always said it that way because you said it that way so many times earlier. <laughs> I just think it's the funniest way to say it, or Poonani. <laughs> P- I do think Poonani is very funny. Um, I do like calling it Poon, as we know from our game nights. Shout out to grade A Poon. <laughs> and grade F Poon. <laughs> and grade D Poon. And... <laughs> all, the, all the grades of Poon, really. <laughs> yeah, really. They've really all been there for us okay. in times of <laughs> So, <laughs> so Pooter finally asked her out. He gives her roses. And she's like, yeah, I guess we're going out. Um... And then that. It takes her to West Side Story, which is weird because she like co-directed it. Shouldn't she be taking him to West Side Story? Yeah, and also when it's not like he paid for the tickets. (laughs) Also, when we're watching Finn and Rachel and Kurt and Blaine have their like sexy time at the very end, it's also cutting between shots of Blaine and Rachel singing, and then Emma and Will and. Beast and Cooter in the audience. And yeah, I'm like is that trying to imply that they're all gonna fuck on the same night? Like, what is happening? Yeah, everybody finally loses their virginities because of West Side Story, a show where they all you know die that again. notoriously sexy musical. You know how romantic the ending is. <laughs> it just really gets me going. <laughs> you, you know when the girl cries over her dead lover's body. Oh my god! <laughs> really gets the gears going. You know, it really grinds my gears. Oh, she's but so cute. I think that was all the plots. Yeah. I think we did it. You no, know, was- this this was a very contained episode, despite yeah. it having like ten plots. Um I did enjoy it overall. What was your favorite song? I was just thinking, I really liked America. I also really liked Uptown Girl. We didn't even mention this. When Blaine goes to Dalton, the Warblers are singing Uptown Girl. <laughs> and they sing it at like some sexy librarian. She, cool. she was carrying a French textbook, so I assume she was, like, a French teacher. But she was wearing a very tight pencil skirt. Yeah, she's, like, a teacher from a porn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fully. I mean, not, like, literally, but, like, very close. Yeah. Um, anyway, Uptown Girl's really good. <laughs> Uptown Girl's really good. It was really good. So, I mean, it was, like, all West Side Story then Uptown Girl. So, it was, uh, Tonight, mm-hmm. Uptown Girl, mm-hmm. um... A Boy Like That, Mm -hmm. slash I Have a Love, which they split up for some reason in the episode. Sure. Um, America, and One Hand, One Heart. That's five. Damn. I'm still gonna go with Uptown Girl. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Uptown Girl. For sure. Uptown Girl! I I liked the West Side Story performances in this, though. I like... Yeah. But the thing is, for me, it's mostly... It's just that like the performances were super good. It's just that like Darren, Chris, and Leah and Michelle sound really, really good together. I don't like when she goes all opery though. Okay, you're entitled to that opinion. Okay, yeah. Am I wrong? No, I'm. I i do not think there's like a fact on if, if oh, okay. it's like good or what. I don't. I'm just. It's, I'm just so, like, I don't, I don't, I don't share bad. that opinion. I just. I don't think it's. I don't think she sounds terrible. It's just not enemies, your cup but of I tea. just. I don't like it when she does. I prefer her like more poppy voice. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. I think she sounds a little faker when she goes into the, like high soprano, like vibrato. Mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. Let's just, I also don't like Leah Michelle as a person, but you know, that's separate from that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stop sharing TikToks with me. I'm busy. What is there left to talk about in this episode? Uh, Santana on the Yeah. She sounded very good. Mm-hmm. I think I didn't like it because it sounded so different. It didn't blend well with everyone else because Santana and um Blaine weren't doing it. And so it like felt weirder for me when Rachel oh. was you sound all opery.
1: Gotcha. Nobody else was
0: doing it. Yeah. I want consistency with my musical theater songs. <laughs> <laughs> for a musical I've never seen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I like this episode. It it sounds confusing on paper. It's less confusing watching it, for sure. Which is the opposite of some of the other episodes we've seen. I think they made good, like, directing choices for this one. Um, I remember when this episode was, like, being, like, teased. Or, like, or when they were talking about it. Like, after the fact. There was this whole hullabaloo online in the claimy corners of the internet mm-hmm. where, um, Aaron, Chris and Chris Colfer were talking about the scenes that they shot for this. And they like both agreed that they like went places, which is their words, not mine. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, Hey, um, where's the footage of that? <laughs> yeah. I would like to see it, please. I would like to see them go places. Because, like, what was in this was very nice. Yeah. It was it was nice. They were in, like, the little tank tops. I don't think they were ever in a situation in this necessarily where they, like, where that we saw they were, like, going places. Yeah. You know? So I just... Uh, yeah. I still... Th- I, I, I hadn't thought about that in, like, six years. <laughs> but now because I watched this, I was thinking about that. And I was like, yeah, hey... What can you elaborate for us? <laughs> <laughs> so much like Darren Grispo, though Grant Gustin is just one of those Grant men. Gustin. Let's talk about him in this episode. He's one of those men where it's like, oh, he's gay, and then in real life he's not, mm-hmm. and it's just so wild to me. I because he was giving everyone the fuck me eyes in this episode. I think he looks much straighter now than he did. Yeah, this now, time now that he's like grown into his looks a little more. Yeah. See, and I was saying, it's like you don't realize how much people have aged until you see them ten years ago, and looking yeah. at Grant Gustin this, I was, like, shocked when I saw him, because he, he, he looked so young, and he's, like, so spindly. hmm Because this is how he looked for the first season of The Flash, too. He mm-hmm. was, was just very tiny, and I think... I think he even looks less tiny in his later appearances on this show. yeah. And I'll be very curious to see how that evolves as time goes on. Um, I mean, I have to also say that after watching this and then also watching a lot of The Flash, I've seen pretty much all of The Flash, um, <laughs> he he acts the same in everything he's in. <laughs> I I liked his performance in this. It's not bad, but it's just like he does the same thing. He has like the same he, like gravelly, quiet voice when he's being serious. And right, but he... <laughs> He clearly his his way into Sebastian was to just be like I'm going to make this motherfucker the horniest oh yeah boy you've ever met. He is just so horny. The second he sees Blaine, he gives him this look where it's like mm, he wants to be inside him right now. Like it's, it is so aggressively horny. It is, it is the, it is the fuck me eyes for sure. Like, Every look that Sebastian gave Blaine in this episode was more sexual than the actual sex scenes at the end. Yeah, but also, <laughs> why was he dressed like Steve from Blues Clues okay, at yeah. the, gay so the gay bar? He's wearing. Well, he's a lacrosse player. Oh, okay, that's why. <laughs> But he's wearing this like blue and green horizontal striped shirt with like the the, largest collar. It's so aggressively popped. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, it's a lot. It's so much. I love, Grant Gustin, if you're listening. Oh my God, I do love you. Grant Gustin, if if you want to be on this show, Anytime. I'm very loyal the to The The door Flash. is always open if you want to be on this show, Grant Gustin. I feel like I'm the only one who watches The Flash still, so you're welcome. <laughs> Because I am hooked on that show, even if I don't love it. Courtney's paying for your baby's diapers, Grant. <laughs> the least you could do I'm paying for that spandex you wear every week. <laughs> <laughs> the least you could do is be on our show and be a little high and talk <laughs> about your experiences on Glee with us. Yeah. I want to know what drove you to, <laughs> to do the fuck me eyes for everyone. Oh, man. I, I'm excited to see more of Sebastian. Um, also, what a fun name. Yeah. So, do, do you know his last name? Crabs. No. <laughs> no. What's his last name? Smythe. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's <For> worse. Sebastian. <laughs> Sebastian Smythe. I feel like I did know that. Now that I'm hearing the word Smythe. <laughs> what a great episode. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Do you like Zena? You weren't even paying attention. Zina, would you care to comment? Hello. Say hello. Zena. <laughs> she said no. Zina <laughs> it. Say hello. Okay, I think they got that. Yeah. I think, <laughs> thank, you. thank you. Thank you. Thank you, that was very sweet. Thank you for the sniffs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well first in person TH please. Oh my gosh. What a ride. What a ride. A lot of tangents in this one. Yeah, because we're in person. <laughs> yes. It's going to be so much fun to edit later, huh? Yeah. Fun for mommy. <laughs> well, should I, should I say it? Yes. Future us. Take it away. Oh, so true, bestie. Thank you for listening to another episode of TH Glee. If you like this episode, you can give it a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you want to see more from us, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at THGlee420. If you want to hear more of my voice, you can check out Pumping Up the Podcast, a Hannah Montana podcast, or follow me on Twitter at LovelyLacy. And if you want to hear more of my voice, you can listen to Ramsey's recaps and trailer trash, or follow me on Twitter at FortySmile. And until next time, don't stop believing. Oh my god. (laughs)